Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of Finance Matters with Liajo. Thank you very much for tuning in and thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe and share it with your family and friends. Let us create a community that is money conscious and takes active steps towards making better financial decisions. I'm very excited to be doing this thing with you and I plan to share content that is worthwhile, content that is insightful and content that will help you manage your money better. On today's episode, we discuss a topic that not many of us are happy to talk about. We discuss a topic that we find ourselves shying away from and a topic that we often procrastinate doing. Today, we talk about making a personal budget and the importance of planning ahead. Why you need to make a personal budget and why you need to plan. How does it help you? How does it make it easier for you to save? How does it make it easier for you to get through the month? Now, jumping right into it, right? You need to prioritize how you're going to spend your money. It's very important for you to prioritize how you're going to spend your money. This just helps you identify which items need your monetary attention and which items don't. Now, let us be honest. Life happens and sometimes we find ourselves spending on things that, on expenses that we haven't really planned for. We spend on things that we didn't even impose on ourselves and For example, let's say a friend says he or she has discovered a new spot, a new restaurant establishment or a new drinking drinking place that you can check out. Um, And this could be something that you haven't really planned for or something very simple like uh, seeing an item that he or she wants you to buy for them and then they will pay you back at the end of the month or at the end of the week, depending on when they'll be getting the money. Now, this is something that you haven't really planned for, right? Uh, It's an expense that you haven't anticipated and now you have to spend money on it. See, by having a personal budget, you know exactly where your money is going. This helps you identify, like I said, what you should be spending money on and what you shouldn't be spending money on. The nice thing about having a personal budget is you get to ensure that you have sufficient money to get you through the month, right? Um, It's a a no-brainer that... um, Many of us find ourselves struggling to get through the month. We're struggling to get through the month for different reasons. And some of these reasons could be perhaps income is not enough. Or perhaps we're really bad at managing money. Right? Let us not leave that reason out. Sometimes it could really just be that we are not managing our money well. And because of that, we can't get through the month. This is where a personal budget can help you. It helps you ensure that you can get through the month. It can help you ensure that you don't go borrow money elsewhere. It can really just help you manage your money better. Right? So, for example, you could have a list of all your household expenses. How much you'll be spending on them. You can have a list of how much you can you will be spending on transport how much money will be reserved for electricity how much money will be reserved for leisure i think that is something that's very important for us to leave out right it's not leave out i mean it's very important for us to to apportion money for downtime we all need money for relaxation we all need money to to recharge and that's something that we should include in our budget because now if that's included you won't find yourself spending money on leisure items that you did not plan for. Whereas if it's there, it's it's compensated for, right? Um, 
budgeting just helps you uh, get through the month. It helps you have sufficient money. It helps you ensure that you don't you don't go out of your way to 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 get through the month. It's just important for you to budget because budgeting helps you to minimize the chances of you getting into debt. It helps you manage your debt better if you're already in debt. Now, like I said, um, say we're struggling to get through the month. You realize that it's what it's the it's only the seventeenth. And I have about 13 days left, right? I have almost two weeks left and I still don't have, I don't have, I realize that I don't have money to get through the month. What do I resort to? Okay, perhaps I can borrow money from a friend. Perhaps I can borrow money from family or perhaps I can get a short-term loan from the bank. Now you're in debt and you're not in debt because you failed to budget. You failed to plan on how you should be spending your money. Now, see, that's the great thing about having a budget. Now, if you have a budget, you know exactly that. This is how much I need for transport to get through the month. And that money is strictly reserved for that. This is how much I need to pay for electricity. This is how much I need to pay for water. This is how much I'll be spending on leisure. You've accounted for all these things, right? And then if you've accounted for them, any surplus that is left, you can save or you can use to clear your debt. If you're already in debt see the aim is not to sweat the aim is to do it chunk by chunk and sooner or later you will settle whatever debt you're in now say if you're not in debt then the same principle is applied but the only difference is the surplus money that is remaining you use that to save right you use that to save you don't squander it on items that you don't need you don't um you don't use you don't misuse it basically i think it's equally important for you to get a practical feel of your budget so you have to try it out try sticking to it and just continuously track your progress and see how well you're doing right if you feel like it's not working out if you feel like it's too restrictive then it's it's highly recommended for you to change it it's highly recommended for you to adjust it to fit your living circumstances right uh let's use an example of say you want to save how much can you work with so you want to save 15 percent of your salary right you plan on saving 15 percent, and then 85 percent of it can go to all your expenses all your leisure items and just living basically say you do that and you realize that no 15% is not working it's not working because you're realizing that you might be saving more than you actually can by that I mean you're trying to save you're taking you're perhaps taking a bit more money from the money that you need to live by you need to get by right so you then realize you then make a decision that perhaps I should adjust it. Perhaps I should try to save a bit less. So now you move from 15% to saving about 10% of your salary. You try that out and you realize that mm, it's, it's better. It's better to save 15%. You have a bit more money to spend on living. You better you have a bit more money to, to spend on, 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 on getting through the month. But it still feels a bit tight. You can adjust it again. So now you're working with 10%. Now you try, let me see if I can save 8%. 
you get to 8% and then you realize that, ah, I think I found my sweet spot, right? 8% allows you to get through the month. It allows you, saving 8% allows you to get through the month because 82% goes towards um, all the other expenses that you might have. You realize that now you can get through the month. Now you can also save. That is completely fine. It is completely fine. I think the flawed information that the misconception that we have is we beat ourselves up too much because we think that little savings are not as important. But trust me, they are. It is not matter how much you save, it's only dependent on whether you are doing it or not. The aim in this game is for you not to sweat. If you are sweating, then there is something wrong and there's something that needs attention. Fix it. Move. Right? You should not feel the pinch of having to save. You should not feel like you're taking a lot of money out of the money that you need to live just to save. Um, so, take this. Take this, think about it, and try to apply it. No matter how much you save, the only important thing is you are saving, no matter how little it is. See, the small savings that you make accumulate over time, right? And then they can easily become substantial figures over the long term. But we need to be forward-looking. See, if we can be forward-looking, we can then realize it's fine for me to save little, but this will help over the long term, right? So remember... Adjust your budget if you feel like you might be trying to save a bit too much. It has to be specifically custom-made for your living circumstances. Hence, you can't um, apply someone else's budget to yours because, look, we might earn different salaries. We might be making, we might have different side hustles. We might have different streams of income. Someone else might have more. You might have the least. And look, it's really ideal for you to have a budget that suits your your, your, your living circumstances this is not a copy and paste thing it's specifically tailor-made for you that is why you have to do it yourself and get a practical feel of it so you have to apply it it's not something that's just on paper it's something that you need to practice 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 and see how it works for you until you find your sweet spot the bottom line is budgeting all comes down to planning it comes down to planning you need to be aware of all your household expenses and prioritize them. These are the things that you need to fix your attention on. By having such a list, a list of your household expenses, a list of how much you're spending on transport, how much you're spending on leisure, how much you're spending on rent, and we all have different um, things that we spend on. But like I said, um, having a list is important for you. So by having a list, you get you 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 automatically introduce your mind you familiarize your mind with what items are luxurious what items you don't need what items you should be focusing on what items need monetary attention what items don't and after that you can then determine these are the items that i need to eliminate these are the items that i keep okay i am keeping these items how can i move money around them better by that i mean Will buying in bulk help me, for instance, have more money in the next few months? Say then, 
that I decide to buy in bulk for this month. Now the items that I bought this month should get me through the next couple of months, perhaps, right? Now because you've taken the decision to buy in bulk, you have now made way for you to have surplus in the months that are coming by, right? So that is that is the thing about it's important for you to plan. It's important for you to familiarize your mind with these are the items that you need. These are the items that you don't, what needs to be eliminated and how you can manage money better on the things that you do need. And it just helps you to see what items, what experiences pull you back from achieving all these financial goals that you set at the beginning of the year. And then in the end, you end up not achieving them. It's, it's, it's true. We all have resolutions. We all say, um, I want to manage my money better. I want to save some more. I want to invest some more. Okay. But what are the actions that you're taking? What are the actions? Are you just saying this or are you putting it into practice? Do you have any idea of what you're spending your money on? Do you, can you account? Can you literally sit down with me and tell me that, Leaho, this is what I'm spending on. And I am not taking any extras. I am not taking anything that was not planned for prior. Probably not, right? Probably not. This is why it's important for you to have this thing. It's, it's sort of like a vision board. Once your mind gets used to it, it's magnetic. Once your mind gets used to it, you will stick to it and you will just start making sound financial decisions. For you to know how much you'll be spending, you need to formulate this list, this plan, right? It's, it can either be on a month-to-month basis, quarter-to-quarter, or annually if you plan to uh, save, if you plan that far, right? This ideally helps you to determine what you need to have, how much cash you need to have in hand, and when you need to have it. Say, let's say you're planning on doing a trip, planning on doing a trip with uh, with a couple of friends. Um, Want to do a winter trip and it's now February. Okay, this might be a bit short term. Uh, so let's push it to, let's say you want to do a spring break with a group of friends, right? You want to do a spring break with a group of friends and you want to save for that. Now, you have a personal budget. You have a list of all things that you'll be spending money on and now you're saving money for this trip, right? Do you realize that this is something that you have included in your budget and on a month-to-month basis, you're continuously sowing, you're, con- you're continuously planting, right? You're continu- continuously planting money into that savings fund and it's growing over time. It's growing over time because you've accounted for it. It's growing over time because you've listed it. It's there. And then now you are saving for that. Right? So, leisure items. Leisure items are not... Uh, they become... They, 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 they hold us back if we don't plan for them. Right? Traveling holds us back if we don't plan for it. Because... Uh, we don't know how much we're going to need, how much we should save every month. So by including all these things that you're planning ahead for in, in, in your monthly 
budget you you actually make it easier for your pocket you make it easier for you not to be frustrated you make it easier for you to have sufficient money when when you'll be doing um, such a thing so say you'll be traveling you're planning on doing this the spring break like i said and it's now september you've been saving up for the whole year and now you have a great trip it's a reward for all the thing, all the steps that you've taken to to get that far whereas if you didn't save for it you are now caught up in or say you've been, you've started saving and then a couple of months down the line you got sidetracked and you stopped saving now you need funds um you didn't reach your savings goal that you had for this trip now you have to go borrow money elsewhere now you're frustrated on your trip and you're just miserable it's just something that could be avoided by budgeting so you just need to plan ahead and include any items that you might need in future in in your month-to-month um savings plan see planning your spending just allows you to be to planning your savings just allows you to feel less overwhelmed by cost right um so say you want to uh, buy a pair of kicks you want to buy a plan of a, a pair of kicks and you don't want to lay by you want them cash and but you realize that ah um, i don't really afford this at the moment right you can plan for it um say you want a pair of kit kicks that about um let's work with two thousand rands and you realize that you're down by 800 literally it really just depends on how much you have on yourself but to save that 800 you could just save for it over two months by just saving up 400 bucks a month or really just just depending on how much you can save but bottom line is planning your 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 spending just helps you to be less frustrated and it, it, it really helps you function better the great thing is if you have a personal budget you get to you get to fix your attention right you fix your attentions on financial goals that you have set out for the future and you actively words work towards achieving them that's the thing about having a budget right um you are not a person of instant gratification you are not a person that wants things and wants things to be done immediately no you work towards something and you reward yourself in the end that's that's the whole incentive of a budget that's that's the principle of budgeting budgeting teaches you how to be patient it teaches you how to plan it teaches you all these great things that um uh, uh, we, we, we often miss out on because we try we are so obsessed with getting things instant we are so obsessed with getting things right away whereas if we could just wait it out and save we could really avoid a lot of debt we could really avoid a lot of frustration and then um, yes whether you like it or not whether you like it or not splurging money on items that you don't need only delays you it delays you it delays the period that you have to save for and makes it even harder for you to put money away because you're constantly paying playing catch-up right crazy think about that you're splurging money but you say you want to save you have a savings plan it looks good on paper it's reasonable but on the other hand you're still living like a person that doesn't really have financial goals you're still living like a person that doesn't that hasn't really formulated a plan on what they want to achieve right and now you start seeing that i'm behind on my savings i am not on track the way i had planned to right now you have to play catch up 
one month you have to restrict yourself you want to start eating less now you wanna you can't um buy your usual household um foods that you're used to now you want to have like bread and peanut butter because you've just been splurging money no 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 no. that's not how it should work you you need to move yourself from being um an excessive spender and ensure that you don't find yourself having to play catch-up you don't find yourself having to play catch-up now you're eating less now you're frustrated because now you're just trying to save more to compensate for all the other months that you have missed it's not smart it's bad for your health it's bad for your mind it's just bad it's terrible let us stop that let us stop trying to play catch-up um look of course right it'll pain you it'll pain you for you when you realize that ah, i can't afford anything i can't afford spending money that on an item that i really want right but you need to remember that saving towards that will counter that feeling i mean we all feel it we all go through it you want something immediately but you simply can't afford it and it hurts because you're worried that uh, perhaps when i get this it'll be out of fashion or perhaps when i get this it won't excite me as it does now right we all feel it and i'll use what an iphone 11 as an example that i i want an iphone 11 by the way i want one but it's it's something that i need to save up for right it's something that i need to save up for um and look a lot of the time i feel like perhaps by the time i'll get it it'll probably it'll probably be out of fashion which is fine it's fine it's not about keeping up with trends it's a really fancy phone but i'm i'm just using myself an exa- as an example that uh, sometimes we, we feel really bad but if you can just remember that i'm i have a savings plan i need to stick to it and sooner or later eventually i'll be able to purchase this thing that should help get rid of the pain that should help get rid of the frustration when you realize that yeah no i can't afford this item that should help that should really help now um moving on the one thing that we, we don't realize about budgeting is it just shows you where you stand right budgeting shows you where you stand it becomes a constant reminder every time you go astray with your finances for as long as you refer to it periodically. So it's pointless for you to have a personal budget that you're going to write in a notebook and you're going to have that notebook somewhere in in your old school bag or at your book stand. No. If anything, you should have it in a journal or, or on your phone. Because this is something that you need to refer to periodically. It's like your timetable, basically. It's like your timetable as a student. Um, this is what you need to have on you. Where Where's my next class? Uh, what time is my next class? Use the budget the very same way. If you have it on you, you constantly refer to it. Like I said, you get reminded. Um, how far am I with my savings? What are the items that I should be spending money on? What are the items I shouldn't be spending money on? And then this gets this gets engraved. This is something that your mind gets used to. And then at some point, you won't even need to refer it to it anymore because your, your mind has now grasped this thing and it's literally just applying it on its own. 
but you should keep on referring to it you should never stop referring to your budget it's just important for us to we have to try by all means for us to stop spending money that we don't have or exhausting credit cards yeah we need to stop i'll repeat that we need to stop spending money that we don't have we need to stop trying to impress people who probably don't even care who probably aren't even aware we need to stop that behavior all in the name of impressing all in the name of temporary pleasure it is not worth it it is not worth it it may feel great at the moment it may feel great to because it brings some sort of emotion that you need well claim to need let's say want right but it's not worth it in the long run you're going to regret it it's going to hold you back it's going to delay you let us manage our money better let us spend on the things that we need let us spend on the things that we need see when you budget you get to prepare right for unforeseen circumstances life happens life happens and let's be honest sometimes you will be required to pay for things that you had not anticipated you will need to pay for things that you didn't plan for things that you didn't even see coming right if you have a budget you will be likely you'll likely be in a better position to to have an emergency fund and this is an emergency fund that you might have started building up with your savings right and now because you started budgeting a while back all these things that you haven't anticipated all these things that you hadn't planned for you can you you can you can uh get through them right because what you have you started an emergency fund you started a saving fund with the sole objective of spending on things that you didn't anticipate right whereas if you didn't have a budget and things like casualties happen um say you don't have a budget you don't have uh, medical aid or and you fall sick and you need money um to prioritize for for your health you need to get medication and now there's no money available right um now you're forced to go borrow some money budgeting will just help you to set up your own emergency fund and this fund is something that you use for emergencies it's in the word emergencies an emergency fund is used for emergencies you don't use it to withdraw money if you're running short no it is strictly for emergencies however it's important it's important for us not to apportion a big amount of our salaries to such an emergency fund right you just need to include it in your personal budget and you have to remember that these small savings that you have in the end they accumulate and become big sums of money right so don't try to don't try kill yourself all in the name of starting this emergency fund no just as little as you can chip some money into that emergency fund and over time you will see it'll 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 already be helpful for you but the aim is not to sweat the aim is not to feel it if you're really building an emergency fund it's a it's a it's a supplementary thing that you it's a supplementary tool that you can use to get through things that you didn't really anticipate it could really just be like 100 rand a month 
and it still has monetary value, right? You will gain consistency and build momentum over time. If you're going to do 100 bucks a month for 12 months, right? You have better money management skills than someone who has done 800 bucks in one month, 200 bucks in another month, and 200 bucks in the last month, right? You've saved up 1,200 rands over a period of 12 months with 100 bucks. That takes discipline. That takes consistency. That takes focus. Over 12 months, you've constantly reminded yourself that this is what you need to do. Compared to someone who's done it in different uh, monetary values, in different sums of money. You've done it over 100 bucks for 12 months and this person has done it over 3 months with 800 rands, 200 rands and another 200 rands, right? They've done it over 3 months, you've done it over 12 months. Who, who manages money better? You. But you see, you don't see that, right? You don't see that because you are more focused on it's a little. No, it's not a little. It's about the money management skills. It's about crafting and perfecting the principles over time over time see uh let's see when you have a personal budget right you will you'll be forced you'll be forced to monitor your spending pattern and look it'll 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 just help you right to detect what is good and bad expenditure and this will just help you manage your expenses better right so you you're able to see okay this is not good debt this is bad and i shouldn't be spending on this this is a bad expense maybe i shouldn't be spending on this okay this is a good expense because if i spend on this and then i can use this item to accomplish one two three you know uh statistics actually suggest that stress is often attributable to lack of funds and a great amount of being stressed can be addressed by merely having a budget a lot of our problems come from not having sufficient funds, right? And it's isn't it crazy just to think that by having a personal budget, you can decrease the amount of stress that you have. You can decrease anxiety. You can decrease panic attacks by just having a personal budget. So it's not really just about funds. It's, it's, it's about your wellness as well. It's about your mental wellness. It's about your health. This is how far budgeting can go. We just need to realize that. And we just need to start using it. We just need to start seeing it as a great tool. Like I said, not only for the money, not only for, for living better, but not only for saving better, but for our health as well. Mentally, emotionally, and physically you can really find yourself in a better place look i'm an advocate for being easy on yourself right i think it's great for you to be flexible and it'll not and i think it's great for you to be flexible and i think being too hard on yourself is not good the key is for you to ensure that you don't spend money that you you haven't really reserved for saving you haven't saved you haven't reserved for saving sorry so by that I mean is I, I think it's important for you to, to be honest with yourself. 
I think it's important for you to ensure that you don't, you're not too hard on yourself. Bottom line is you're moving, right? You just need to ensure that you don't find yourself spending money that you plan to save. That is what you need to ensure. You need to find yourself spending money that you've accounted for. You find yourself spending money that you plan to spend. That's the key. That's the key. Okay. The crucial question now, with all that's being said, that's that I've mentioned, we now get to a very crucial question. How do you set up a budget? Okay, I've told you all these things. I've given you all these stats and I've shared some information on why you should budget, how it's going to help you, the advantages, the disadvantages. But how do you set up a budget? The most effective way is for you to quantify how much of your income. You have to do this in percentage terms, by the way. Please make sure that you do this in percentage terms. You have to ensure how much you have to quantify how much of your income goes to household expenses, transport, healthcare, and savings. Now, the reason I say that you have to do this in percentage terms, it makes you realize, it gives you a clear indication of how much, for instance, transport takes away from your salary. Does it take 20%? Does it take 18%? How much exactly in percentage terms does each item on your budget take away from your salary that's the first step quantify in percentage terms how much each of your household expenses savings transport and etc goes towards takes away from from your budget from your salary right have you guys ever heard of have you guys ever heard that not all debt is bad debt, right? This is something that you, you hear on TV commercials. This is something that you hear from salesmen, accountants, and people in different pro professions. They would say stuff like, um, not, yeah, not all debt is bad debt. Some debt you can really use to um, finance um, something else and then build income over time, right? If you budget, you can determine how much debt you can take and how long it'll take you to settle it right so if you have a if you have a personal budget you can you can take it right but now because you have a personal budget you can see how much you need to take and how long it'll take for you to settle it whereas if you don't have a personal budget you're just working blindly you are borrowing money with no single idea of how much you are you how much you actually have uh how much money you should be borrowing right and how long it'll take you to settle it now if you have a budget you know exactly this is how much i have this is how much i'm spending and with all that being accounted for this is how much debt i can take and with this amount of debt that I have taken versus how much I have, I will be able to settle this debt in these number of months. Everything is quantified to the T by simply having a budget, right? And also, the nice thing about it is, look, 
okay wait before i go further i just want to go back to the previous statement that i that i made about quantifying your expenses sorry just so i don't forget this just going back to the previous statement that i made about quantifying your expenses is you're really required to list every item you spend money on right you have to account exactly how much of your salary in percentage terms is paid towards each item i am repeating this point because it's very 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 important quantify in percentage terms and the reason i'm saying you have to quantify it in percentage terms is say you're gonna say you're not going to do it in percentage terms you're gonna do it in in in, in monetary amounts right and you say um okay i'm spending uh thousand five hundred bucks on on petrol for a couple of for what uh for two weeks or yeah let's say two weeks it it, it really just vary based on your tank or the size of your tank or whether you're using public transport really just we we all have different um, methods that we use to travel right but say you say you then um quantify it in 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 that manner instead of instead of using percentage terms okay it's fine you've you've done that you've put that on paper but you're not really aware of the weight of such an item on your whole income right but now if you're going to do it in percentage terms you get an indication that wow 20 percent of my salary goes towards transport right okay now the goal is how do i minimize that how do i try to spend less on transport you already know now that 20 percent goes towards your salary 20 percent goes towards transport from your salary right and now you're trying to find means to minimize that see if you hadn't done it in percentage terms you would not realize that a substantial amount of your salary goes to transport but now because you've done it in percentage terms you have weighted the amount and you have a very clear indication that this is a substantial amount and you're going to try to find means to make it less okay what am i going to do should i then instead of driving all the way to another city should i park at a how train station for example and then take the train or use the how how train bus right um you find means of trying to decrease the amount that you're spending on transport whereas if you didn't quantify it in percentage terms you probably wouldn't even be aware that you're spending that much on transport right so please guys let us do it in percentage terms and let us quantify it in percentage terms instead of doing it in monetary value in monetary amounts because that'll just give you a clear indication a better indication that is so after you've made that list right this there's little to no surplus amount available for saving right you 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 then now you 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 should probably individually assess each item and see how much you can trim its cost uh say now you've quantified everything in percentage terms and you realize okay my salary is pretty much depleted i don't have room for saving right now you're trying to create that room and how do you do it you start looking at each item individually and see how you can trim it going back to the transport example you try to find better means cheaper means of traveling 
even if it will make a small difference see you're not you're not only trimming transport you're trimming all your different expenses and then all the money all the all the surplus funds that will come from just trimming each item can then be used for saving so you trim your transport amount you trim your groceries you then look at um let me try buying in bulk i buy in bulk and then um maybe just for this month i'll sweat it out a bit just so that i can buy in bulk in the next few months i'll have surplus funds right those surplus funds will come from not having to buy the same items that you bought in the previous month because you've bought in bulk and these surplus funds you then now use and add to the transport amounts that you've you then got to save so you just need to individually assess each item and find means to trim it trim each item and then after you've trimmed each item put the funds together and start saving right away that's the way to do it for example here's a practical example if you're spending 2000 rand monthly right on groceries you can trim the amount by perhaps starting to buy in bulk like i said you have to buy in bulk and then if it's excessive data cost say uh you're buying what 10 20 gigs a month you would then look at uh how do i then do this uh, maybe i should stop using social media this often maybe i should use social media periodically maybe i should use public wi-fi hotspots and then use my wi-fi only at home just finding different means to trim your costs right uh if it's a gym contract that is killing your pocket then you might have to look at cheaper or uh, substitute um, gyms that you can check out right whatever the problem is there is always a way to shave high costs and find cheaper methods there are always cheaper methods you just need to to find them you just need to take the initiative to find them trimming your individual items trimming your individual items and expenses can really help you it can really be beneficial in the long run right in my opinion living hand to month living hand to mouth is a major red flag right living hand to mouth to mouth is a major head um, red flag because it's unpleasant it's unpleasant to exhaust your income and still have many days of the month left budgeting can really help you get through the month this is one of the first points that i raised in the beginning of the episode about getting through the month right and living hand to mouth is not on it's something that we should try to prevent it's something that we should try to move away from and we can do that by simply budgeting right you can really just use this as a method to keep your credit score healthy because you are now making periodic payments for credit cards and your and all the loans that you may have right this just enables you to qualify for better interest rate charges and loans and it just helps you get more financing um, vehicles if you you can afford to take one right so if you're budgeting and you have a credit card um and you're using your credit card to create um credit activity you're using a credit card to create a credit score if you have a budget you can use a credit card and then you know that there's money that is reserved specifically from for paying the money that you've used so now what you're doing is you're taking money out of your credit card so you're taking a figure out of your credit card for personal consumption right but this amount of money that you're taking out of your credit card for personal consumption is equivalent to what you have in your 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 debit card or yeah your personal account right 
Now, to create an activity, you use money from your credit card for personal consumption. You use the money that's in your, your, your personal account. You pay it back in your credit card. You do this on a month-to-month basis, right? What are you then doing? You're creating a credit score of being a consistent credit payer and you're also just learning how to manage money better, right? So I think I've raised quite a few, uh, a, a few points that you need to ponder on, that you need to give some thought and just really sit down, really sit down and think about all that I have said you might need to replay the podcast this episode and maybe note some of these things down and try to put them into practice but like whatever you do the aim is not to sweat the aim is not to sweat don't beat yourself up just because you feel like you're not saving much don't beat yourself up just because you feel like it's not working out it's tough it's tough money management Financial management is a tough skill to develop, but you have to start. You have to be right in the deep end and feel it. If you feel the strain, you adjust. And over time, you will really just adapt to it, right? Because now you make, you, your mind is becoming familiar with a new pattern, with a new habit that you're trying to build. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode. I trust that this episode will be of great use to you. I hope that you put it into great practice. And please give me reviews. Tell me what you think and what actions you've taken towards making a personal budget and how it's coming along. Please remember to remind other people, your family, friends, business associates, colleagues to subscribe to the podcast. I think you'll be doing yourself a great disservice by not subscribing. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode. Till next time, Finance Matters with Leajo, signing out.